How do you get over the feeling of shame after narcissistic abuse? What else is left? Like, again, kind of like how I gave that intro into the season, you, you really need to be careful on how you're characterizing whether or not you have gone through narcissistic abuse or have experienced the behaviors and the actions and retaliation of someone of this personality disorder. Because when you've gone through it, like what shame do you have? You've been exposed by your community. Everybody at your job knows. Everyone in your family knows. There is, yes, that initial embarrassment. And um, I think the first thing to do is work towards that that um, anger and that disappointment in yourself and realizing I, I, I allowed this, you know, and a, pe a person is only going to treat you the way you allow them to treat yourself. And then once you get past that, um, I, I'd say the biggest thing for people to understand is I don't know how you live this life. Um, without pain, without adversity, without something happening. So when you're thinking people are judging you or the shame that you're carrying, um, for women especially, just remember like <laughs> Jesus came to restore all healing and he gave us honor and he is the one that um, really shows us as women how to love ourselves. So um, that's that's really where you need to start. And then just remember anybody else who's living life and they're over the age of 20, like they have begun to, to see adversity and things kind of happen. And that that is used as a weapon to women, which is shame. We're, we're restored from all of that. So when you were going through your um, abuse or like. I guess coming out of it. When did you realize like you were feel well, did you feel shame? Oh, absolutely. Coming out of it. Was it like something you had to come to the realization like this is shame and I don't have to hold on to this or was it did somebody kind of help you real help you discover that it was shame? Like is that something that what am I trying to say? Is that something that was like internally were you like I'm ashamed of myself or did somebody have to tell you you're holding on to shame and you don't have to anymore oh yeah all of that all of that the shame um was revealed to me once you anytime that you continue to keep yourself in and out of this relationship whether it's a church a job a relationship a marriage not until you are totally removed out of the everyday environment of it are you even able to have any type of insight on what was going on. Um, it was probably about a year, two years before um, that I started researching it. And, and though as a professional, like you're on that side of it, but when I started like really learning about it for myself, that's when you have like a little bit of insight, but never do the dots connect of um, how this is what you're actually living. Um, so that shame, a lot of people were telling me, oh, you don't have to be ashamed. Like this is something that happens all the time, but you want to be like, but it's happened to me, you know. Um, 
and you want that individualized, you know, help me through this shame of it. So recognizing the shame didn't come until I was out of that day to day. And then it took other people to tell me that I was still walking in shame because it's what I was giving off. And does that make sense? And so it took a, a friend of mine who brought me to this Bible study, Women women in the Bible, where that it, it completely addresses all the shame that women have been, you know, forced to hold on to since the days of Ben Sarai. You know, look it up, research it. It's, it's all there. And then Jesus comes to really restore women. And he begins to take away that shame. And the very first story that I heard was the woman at the well. I had never heard that story the way in 42 years of living like last year and how it was really well interpreted in the way that the story was supposed to be. You know, there's nothing wrong with the woman who got remarried five times. There was something wrong with the men who got bored who blamed her for something silly and then just decided to remarry. That's like a very condensed version of it, you know? Um, but shame is something that we have been conditioned and environmentally um, conditioned to absorb and to take on as part of, of our character. Um, that is a lie. It, it is a lie. You don't, you don't have men walking around holding on to shame um, and doubt, they kind of go hand in hand, shame and doubt, the way um, women have been conditioned. And it's almost like we're supposed to um, kind of wallow in that. We're not. Today, I want to ask you guys something very important. I'm asking you guys to share your story. It's so important that we have other women and men that are able to share their story. Narcissistic abuse is emotional abuse. It's mental and psychological and what we're trying to do here is educate other people as far as how to recognize some of the behaviors that are affecting people and they don't even know. Or if they're in their healing journey, like you and several of our other viewers are trying to get past, we really need you sharing your stories so that someone can relate. Your story and your walk and why you went through what you went through is really to help other people. We would really love if you could contact us and share your story and be willing to be bold and educate, encourage, and empower other people who have had to walk in this situation or who have nowhere to turn like once you and I have been. Please contact us, email us at lifeoflivingabundantly at gmail.com. Thank you.